You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Mindful with Megan, episode 43. And I am kind of like flabbergasted because my number one most coached on topic is people pleasing. I talk about this with my clients pretty much more than any other topic there is. (laughs) This is a pain point for many women that I work with. A lot of women. Actually, I would dare say every single woman that I have worked with, we've have, have discussed people pleasing in some sense. So I'm really just dying that I haven't talked to you guys about this. I literally think because I talk about it so much with my clients that I just kind of assumed that I've already done it, but we haven't. So we're going to do a podcast episode today all about people pleasing. And I want you to hold your horses because you might be like, well, I'm not a people pleaser, but just hear me out because you might have little tendencies of this habit or trait somewhere within you. And so just, just listen to it. But also I think it's so good to hear it and know it so that you can help other people who are people pleasers kind of like come into knowledge of it and you can help them not people please you. Cause people, you know, once, when you're not a people pleaser and people start people pleasing you, it's like, oh, so we can help our friends out and our sisters out. So First of all, let's talk about it. What is people pleasing? Okay. People pleasing is when we put aside our own needs and opinions for others. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, you're probably like, well, that's called being selfless, Megan. And that's not a bad thing. Why are you talking about pleasing people like it's a bad thing? And I'm just going to, I'm going to, we're right off the get go. I'm going to tackle this with you guys. Okay. It is good to want people to like, have good experiences. Like that, that's not bad to think about others experiences and to care about them. That is a good thing. But let me tell you the difference of people pleasing and selfless service. Okay. So I'm going to run a little model with you. Okay. So the first model, this is going to be, I'm going to give you an example for me. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give you the example of my church asking me to ring the bell at Walmart at Christmas time. Because, I don't know, have you guys ever got asked to do that? I'm using this example because I always wanted people please, but I hate it. I hate ringing the bell. I don't want to go. I don't want to stand out there. I hate it so much, okay? So the church asked Megan to ring the bell at Walmart, okay? That's the circumstance. My thought, ugh, I would rather die, but I need to say yes because it's the right thing to do, right? I'd rather die. I do not like doing this. And then how do I feel when I think that thought? I feel like stressed, right? I'm like, oh, and then what do I do? I go do it because Christ asked us to serve selflessly. So I have to do it and I do it because I have to. And then the result is, is I'm ringing the bell and I want to die and everyone can tell. Okay. So that's the first model. Let me run you the second model, okay? Now, in the scriptures, it often references, you guys, that we have to have a change of heart, right? That we should serve selflessly, like, from the heart. Like, because we selflessly, like, we want to, right? It doesn't say, like, hey, go serve, but be pissed about it the whole time. Feel a little bit of resentment and roll your eyes that you have to be doing this. Feel like you have to, right? It doesn't say that. It never says, just... It doesn't tell you change your action. It says change your heart and then your action will change, right? So this is super important because the feeling that propels the action is so important and we miss it all the time, especially at church stuff, right? So let's do it again. Our circumstance is going to be 
church asked Megan to ring the bell in front of Walmart. And this would be a better thought to think, right? This would create a different feeling and it would be a whole different experience, right? It'd be like, if I thought the thought, this could bless so many people, I really want to be a part of this. If I really believed that thought, how would I feel? I'd feel like love and excitement to like help people and bless people, right? And then the action would be like, go ring the bell, serve selflessly like the scriptures ask me to. And then the result would be, I'm a part of something that could bless a lot of people and it's exciting and I love it, right? Now, this is beautiful. And if it was that easy, (laughs) that would be great. But my brain is like, hell no. (laughs) Heck to the no. No, I don't want to do it. Like my brain isn't like, I want to be a part of this. Like that feels like a lie to me, right? And I'm, and I'm not there. Just being honest. I'm not there right now in my life. I'm not there. So my options are is I can go and I can lie and I can do it and my heart's not in it and it makes me annoyed and I feel a little bit of resentment that the church is asking me to do something that I don't want to do. Or I could just say no until I'm ready to serve authentically and selflessly. And I want you to notice that one creates bad fruit and one creates good fruit (laughs) or okay fruit even. And here's the crazy thing, you guys. Once you self, once you give yourself permission to say no, all of a sudden you really don't mind nearly as much doing the thing and it becomes so much easier to serve selflessly. But when you feel like you have to, to quote unquote, be a good person, to make sure somebody's feelings aren't hurt, to be kind in the name of kindness, right? You're gonna feel like crap and it's not going to create good fruit. So let's dive a little deeper into people pleasing. First of all, I want to give you guys some traits of people pleasers that I have come up with that I have noticed and you can decide if you'd identify with it in any way. Okay. So trait number one, you pretend you agree with everyone. So people pleasers, they say, someone's like, I want to eat at Panda Express. And then, but the people pleasers like, I hate Panda Express. They're like, yeah, I don't care. And then they're at Panda Express and they're like, I hate this place. Why did we have to come here? This is so annoying. I didn't want to eat here. Okay. People pleasers do that. (laughs) Number two, you feel responsible for how everyone around you feels. So you're like, you want to break up with the guy, but you like can't break up with him because you're like so worried. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want him to be sad. Right. That sounds so nice, you guys. It sounds so nice to like not want to be sad. This is such a sneaky little thing, especially I think for people who've grown up Christian within the gospel because it feels so nice, but it's, I call it a sneaky little thought. When you're like, I just want everyone to be happy. That's not actually nice because guess what? People aren't always happy and sometimes people don't want to be happy. And sometimes when you break up with someone, they're going to be sad and that's okay. It's not a problem for somebody to feel a negative emotion. That's not a problem. And also it's not your responsibility and you have no control over it. We're going to get into that a little bit more. But if you feel responsible for how other people feel, or you think that other people should be taking care of how you feel, those are, that's a quality of somebody who's probably people pleasing. Number three, you say starry nonstop, self-explanatory. Number four, you feel burdened by people that you have to help. You feel like you have to, like, I have to help this person and you feel burdened by it. That would be a a trait of a people pleaser. Number five, you have a really hard time saying no. Number six, you feel uncomfortable if someone's mad or sad with you. Number seven, 
you morph into the people that you are around. You start acting like them. You lose your authenticity, right? Number eight, you need praise and validation to make you feel good, to make you feel like you're worth it or you're enough. Number nine, you go at great, great, great lengths to avoid conflict. Yeah, a lot of us do this. (laughs) I'll do anything to not have to deal with any conflict. Okay, good. Number 10, you don't admit it when your feelings are hurt. Number 11, you take care of everyone else's needs before your own. Number 12, you're always busy. Number 13, you judge yourself harshly. Number 14, you judge others harshly. Number 15, you feel resentment. Number 16, you act like a martyr. And number 17, you're really tired. I will say that one again. You're tired. You're really tired. People pleasing is exhausting. So those are just a few of the traits I see in a people pleasers. If you resonate with any of these, stay tuned. We've got more coming. <laughs> so, so here's the funny thing. Why do we do this? Like, why do we people please? Why do we, we do this? And I think I've got some reasons for you. I think the number one reason we do it is because we feel really responsible for how other people feel. And often it's because we think that others are responsible for how we feel. Let me give you an example. My whole life I've grown up hearing at school and everywhere, right? Like, did they hurt your feelings? Did somebody hurt your feelings? Did someone make you sad? Right? And I think just the language, like that language creates that, that we, that we feel responsible for how other people feel. Somebody says to you, you really hurt my feelings. And I, I'm just here to say, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that somebody else can hurt my feelings. I don't believe that I can hurt somebody else's feelings. I think that we are in charge of our own emotions. And I think this is one of the most beautiful gifts that we've been given. And it's called the gift of agency. And when you have the gift of agency, it means you have the choice to choose how you feel. You get to decide how you feel. How do you decide how you feel? It's by choosing thoughts because our thoughts create our feelings. Now, I'm not, of course, I'm not going to say like, go stomp around on people's souls and their hearts and just do whatever you want. And it doesn't matter because everyone else isn't responsible for what they feel. But what I am saying is that, yes, we have influence. We have totally, we have so much influence over what thoughts people choose, but they always have a choice. They always do because they have the gift of agency. It's such a beautiful gift. We never have to be like, We never have to feel anything that we don't want to feel because we have agency, no matter our circumstances, no matter what people do to us, no matter what happens to us in our lives, we get to choose our feelings. And this triggers a lot of people because all of a sudden, if you believe that, that that means all of your negative feelings are created by your own thinking. That puts you in the responsibility and that feels hard sometimes. But instead of letting it feel hard, can we just let it be empowering? Like, One of the most empowering moments of my life was when I realized I had control. What my husband does, it has no control over how I feel. That when something bad happens, I get to choose how I feel. And guess what? That's true. And it's also true that you get to choose how you feel. So do you want to get better at believing this? Do you want to believe that you're in control of your emotions? Because I know this is hard to believe, especially after, you know, 40 years or 30 years of not ever knowing this or, or, believing this and always having a thought that like my outside circumstances control my emotions. Well, here is a way that I think will really help you be able to start to believe this thought more on purpose. 
is start by this. Every time you feel an emotion, like good or bad, I want you to think this is being caused by sentences in my brain. Thoughts going through my brain are causing this emotion. This helps me so much. There's not some outside source or energy that is creating this. I am creating this by thoughts. These vibrations in my body are being created by thoughts in my brain. Ditch the phrases. They hurt me. No, because that's not true. They didn't hurt you. You chose thoughts that are making you feel that way. They maybe did something that made it really easy to choose those thoughts, right? But you still chose them because you have agency. That's why like Elder Bednar, right? Like he always says, you cannot be offended. You choose offense. You choose to be offended. And that is the same in all of the ways, okay? So this is super important. This is like the basis of everything I teach and it's really hard for us to grasp, but I want you to practice it. This is being caused by sentences in my brain. Thoughts circulating in my brain are creating this emotion in my body. Okay, good. The second one reason that I think that we do this is because we think that if we disagree or do anything to upset someone, that that means there will be a lack of connection. So we want connection. We want to be in the pack, right? Like your primal, like primitive humanness wants to be in the pack because that's how you stay safe, right? Back in the olden days, like you had to stay in the pack or you would not survive. But we've evolved as humans and that's not true anymore. But we still have that like that innate like needing to belong and needing to be a part of the pack, right? And so we think like if I do anything to upset the people around me or disagree with them or anything, it's going to cause it's going to cause disconnection. It's going to cause them to leave me. It's going to cause rejection, right? Well, nowadays we just have to be on to ourselves because like there's no problem with us feeling a little bit of rejection. Like that's just a feeling and we're going to be just fine. It's not like there's like a tiger chasing you. Like it's okay, you know? And so it's really important to note that like there's actually no problem with somebody not liking you. It's not going to create anything major for you, right? Except for an emotion in your body and we can handle those emotions. The other thing is that we think that it's going to create a lack of connection. So like, let's say you're with your spouse, right? You're like, I don't want to fight because I just want us to be connected. But what happens is we start people pleasing. We start lying to them and saying like, like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'm fine. I don't mind. I don't mind if you do that, right? We're like, we, we lie. And then it creates inauthenticity in our relationships, which is the opposite of connection. It's so funny. Like, you guys, people pleasers are liars. I'm sorry to say it. And I can say it because I've been one. I do this sometimes too. But like lying to people like this, it causes disconnection. It's inauthentic. Yeah, maybe you avoid some conflict, but you also avoid true connection. It's super important that you understand that. Maybe they won't like you, but you'll never, maybe, maybe you being your full out self, you being completely authentic, saying what you mean, meaning what you say. Maybe that means that person now doesn't like you. But guess what? What's worse? Them liking a fake version of you or not liking the real version of you? Really? Like, let's, let's lean into inauthenticity, okay? Or, sorry, into authenticity. You'll never do it perfectly, you guys. It's okay to speak your truth. You can do this. You can create more authentic connections and relationships, but it's going to take being you 
being really who you are, not lying, showing up authentically, speaking your truth, owning your opinions, right? The other thing I think so many people struggle so bad with when it comes to people pleasing is that they're just so worried about other people's opinions and they don't value their own. This is a big problem here. We want to please others so much that we don't want to please ourselves. We'd rather please others than ourselves. We'll put ourselves out in honor to protect others' opinions. Why do we do this? Ladies, <laughs> seriously, why? Why do we put others' opinions over our own? I remember this one time. This was such a big, like, pivotal moment in my life when it came to people pleasing. I wanted to close my yoga studio, but I was so worried about what everybody thought. I was worried about not pleasing the masses, right? I was worried about everyone's opinions and, and I was so stressed, but I wanted to close it. I'm mean, not close it. I wanted to sell it. Like I was like, I need, I, I knew that that was what I needed to do, but I, I wouldn't own it at the time because I was putting everyone else's opinions above mine. Right. And I remember one time talking to my sister and she's like an eight on the Instagram. She's like such a challenger. She doesn't really struggle with people pleasing very much, I don't think. So, so I'm telling her, I'm like, well, I'm just so worried because I don't want everyone to be like, like frustrated. And I just feel bad. And, you know, I'm telling her all this stupid crap. And, and she's all, okay, but what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know because I just feel like I just don't want, like, I know that they're thinking this and that they'll want me to do this. And she's like, okay, well, like, and I'm saying that they'll want me to, to keep it and they'll be frustrated if it doesn't, you know, work out the way that I say it, I want it to. And she's like, okay, well, I think it's stupid if you don't sell it. If you don't sell it, I think you're so stupid. So now what? <laughs> now what are you going to do? Because now you have two people who think different things and you've got to please one of us. Like, what are you going to, now, now you have to, what are you going to do? And it just like, it blew my mind. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't please. I have to just be authentic. I just have to go with what works for me and let the people feel however they're going to feel about it. Right. It was such a big moment for me and such a good representation of the fact that no one else's opinions should matter more than your own, except for God's. We definitely want to align with him, but you know, but you freaking have to get your own back because what happens is you're like, but I don't know. And I'm not sure. And what if I'm wrong? And blah, 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 blah. like, what would you say to a friend? Okay. If a friend is trying to make a decision or a friend is, is worried about what somebody thinks, what would you tell them? You'd be like, it doesn't matter. What do you think? You would validate them yourself. You'd take care. You'd like, if it was your friend, you would like validate them and praise them and you'd love them regardless of if they're right or wrong. You'd be like, you maybe tell them the truth. You'd be like, I don't think that was great, but it's totally okay that you've done it wrong. It's totally okay, right? That's what you would do with a friend. And so do that to yourself. Get your own back the way you get your best friends back. I, I need you guys to start doing this. This is the biggest deal, honestly. You've got to start getting your own back. So you're talking with a bunch of people and, and it, somebody says something like, oh, I disagree with you. Like, I think that's really dumb that you're doing that. You can be like, your brain's going to be like, huh? are we dumb? Should we be doing this? And you're going to be like, mm, no, I get my own back, right? Like, no, I think I'm doing it right. And I'm not here to say like, don't listen to other people's opinions, not at all. And that's the next thing we're going to get into. So hear this out, okay? We have to get our own back. We have to honor our own opinion. 
we got to take ourselves to an equal space in relationships with people. Okay. So we've got to get equal with them. God said that there's no classes among us, like there, that we shouldn't have like classes and like, you know, poor people and rich people. And we shouldn't have like this person's better than this person. It's not true. We're all equal in the eyes of God. Right. And we're all connected and we're all the same and we're all one. We're all inherently whole because we're humans, because we're children of God. We're all whole. We're all, we're all his kids. Like we're all one. And what, what we do, you guys, especially us girls, I notice it, especially in females is we put ourselves below other people. We put ourselves below in the name of being like, what is it? Humble, maybe in the name of being like kind and loving. We put ourselves down in class, right? We're like, their opinion matters more than mine. They're smarter than me. They know better. I just need to do what they want so that they can feel happy. Their happiness matters more than mine. This is bull crap, you guys. I, I love in a talk I was just reading, they were talking about Zion, which is like uh, one heart and one mind, like a people who were of one heart and one mind, right? And they're talking about how this would be how the world is when the Savior comes again. And then it said that there will be no poor among them. Okay, so like if we're going to prepare to live like Zion, then we better not think that we're worse off than we're worse than others or that other people's opinions matter more than ours, that they're better than ours. It's equal, you guys. We have to put ourselves equal to others. We have to bring ourselves up to their level, the level that we put them on, or we have to bring them up to ours, whichever way it goes, right? It's not nice to put someone else's opinion above your own. Honor yourself. God said to love his children. He said to treat his children with equality and respect, including you, (laughs) not everybody else. It's you. He said, no pouring among them, including you. Stop being a martyr. (laughs) Honor your opinion the way you honor your husbands, your sisters, random people on the internet. Ask yourself, what do I think about this? Honor it. Lean into your spirit. Lean into God. He'll tell you what to think about it. And then honor that. Now, let me tell you something. When you have gone so long in your life without honoring your opinion or trusting yourself enough and having to trust other people to make the, to, to do what they want or to do what they think, anxiety is going to come when you start doing it, okay? Because you're going to start being like, no, I want to do this or no, I think this and it's going to feel weird. <laughs> the only way I can describe it is it's almost like over here on the left, you've got their opinion and on the right, you have your opinion and your brain's like going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to decide which one is right, which one we should trust. And when you haven't trusted yours and you're starting to trust yours, it's going to do a lot of that getting back and forth. And that feeling, like think about how the feeling of anxiety is. It's very like fast moving back and forth, right? It's going to create that anxious feeling in your, in your chest, that tightness, right? And often it's going to feel like rebellion or judgment. It's going to feel like wrong because you thought that you were being Christ-like. You thought you were doing the right thing before. And so when you're doing this, your brain's going to be like, wait, this isn't good. But I want you to keep that thought in your brain, which is by its fruits, you shall know them. Is it creating good things for me right now to not honor my opinion? It is so different, you guys, to be like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it because I love you. And I want to serve you. 
That is different than being like, I don't want to do this, but I have to, to make you feel the happy or I have to, to be a good person. That is such a different thing. The action is the same, but the thought and the feeling are different there. This is so important. You guys, we have to stop people pleasing. It doesn't align. It is not aligning. It makes you tired. It makes you resentful. It makes you angry. The most angry I've ever felt was from the resentment from me people pleasing. It does not create good fruit and it is tricky. And it is a trick from whatever you believe. To me, it is a trick from Satan. It is a trick from the adversary to get you suffering more. So remember your wholeness. Remember who you are. Remember all of the things that make you amazing. Remember that you are equal to everybody else on this earth, that we all make mistakes, that we're all wrong sometimes, and that we're all right sometimes. And it's okay for people to be wrong. And it's okay for you to be wrong. And that it doesn't make you below someone or above them, right? And we have no control over how people feel. So we just do our best to love and give love and to be our best version of ourselves while honoring, because that means that we're honoring ourselves if we're our best version of ourselves. And then we just let people have the emotions that they choose. We let people have their agency. That's the nice thing to do, you guys. Okay, so I hope, I, I have so much more I could say, but we're at 25 minutes. I don't really like to go over that. So I'm gonna let you guys go, but I want you guys to know that I'm pretty good at coaching on this. So if you resonate with the people-pleasing thing, please reach out to me. I also am gonna start doing some group coaching, which is gonna be a lot cheaper than my other coaching. And so if you've reached out to me and you're like, oh, you know, I don't know, I want you to get into one of my group coaching sessions. I'm going to be back on social media in a couple weeks and I will be just slamming you guys with some good content I've been creating and we're going to get group coaching going and we're going to have a really, really good 2021. So I hope you guys are in for the ride. Let's stop people pleasing. Let's stop lying to everyone. Let's be real, authentic, true. Let's be our best selves. Let's show up as ourselves. And I think we're going to create so much more authentic connections. And so much more alignment with the big man upstairs. Such a big deal. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for chatting with me. If you liked this, please share it on your social media. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends that maybe you could see being one of those 17 things that I just named that identifies people player. Send it to them. And then reach out to me if you want one-on-one coaching. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.